There are several scriptures in the Bible, Old and New Testament, which speak of the day of the Lord, the coming of Jesus, and how God will shake the heaven and the earth. One of the sections of scripture is Matthew 24. If you will start reading at verse 29, Jesus says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. I had a dream several years ago that the earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. The governments of men were meeting with the politicians and the scientists and the religious leaders to see what they could do about this. For the earth had slipped in the solar system. And they were all meeting to discuss it, and a man was giving the report on television news. He got so frightened, he couldn't even finish the newscast. He just got up and walked off camera. Isaiah chapter 13, verse 13, tells about God moving the earth during the day of the Lord. God says in verse 13 through the prophet Isaiah, Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. The earth will move. The earth is kept in place by one thing, the word of God. God created the heavens and the earth, and he kept them in place in the creation by the word. Peter tells us that in Second Peter chapter 3. Peter says there'll be scoffers in the last days that say, oh, where is the coming of God? No, it's been, everything's been just like it was since the creation of the world. Those are scoffers. You'll hear a lot of that in the days ahead. Second Peter chapter 3, start at verse 1. Peter says, this second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust and saying, 
Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they are willingly ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, in place, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. The earth that we see right now is kept in place in the solar system by the word of God. But the time will come when God will shake the heavens and the earth and cause the earth to move in the solar system. And that will be the judgment coming upon evildoers and the apostate churches who have cast aside scripture in order to please people and to please themselves. For both the world and the apostate church will be judged by God, by the great tribulation, by the destruction of the heavens and the earth, by fire. It won't be destroyed by water. There's a promise God made to Noah that he would not do that again. But it will be destroyed by fire. The heavens and the earth will be on fire and burned up, dissolved, against the perdition of ungodly men. Verse 8. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. We think it's been 2,000 years since Jesus was crucified and taken into heaven, but in God's sight, it could be two days, though it's 2,000 years in our sight. God does not see time the way we do. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Verse 11. 
seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Verse 13, Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. One day I was reading this section of scripture and God spoke to me and said, No matter what you do, you will never make this present earth righteous, no matter what you do. It's the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Verse 14. Peter is going to tell us how to live as we wait for the coming of Jesus. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless. When we brush against the people of this world, some of it kind of rubs off on us. Often I pray, Create in me, O God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me because I trust God to do that. I don't trust myself to be able to restore my soul after an encounter with people of this world and hearing their ideas. I don't trust myself, but I know God will completely restore my soul. So I just pray and say, please, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. That's Psalm 51, verse 10. So Peter says, Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things as the heaven being on fire, as the earth being on fire, as the wrath of God coming upon this earth in the great tribulation. That's coming. That's coming upon us. Be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. The only way you can stay that way is second by second prayer over the things that trouble you. When there is a problem, be sure and pray immediately. Help me, please God, show me what to do. Give me wisdom. And that has to be a continual way of life. Praying when the problem surfaces. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.